0: All right, it is time for TJRS, the John Riggin Show. It's celebration, good times, Dexter Manley. Hey, I'm happy. The NFC East Division champs. We can't wait to hear Dexter and, and, and how he met him at Amtrak or, or where he <laughs> celebrated with them last night.
1: Here's a Yeah, Thank you, Todd. Obviously, yes, it is. Everybody is happy. Uh, they did make the playoffs. But I have to admit, Dex, I'm going to throw this to you because yeah. I'm speechless. And... And, and because I don't know, I'm trying to get a grasp of it. I, it occurred to me on the way over here today. Their season, this accomplishment, is like a Rorschach test. You know, that's the one where you look at ink blots and tell the doctor I've had one. And that, and you tell the doctor what uh, you know. In other words, what do you see? You know, because they take, I guess they take ink spill it on paper and smack it together and open it up, and you get to you see the same thing on both sides, basically. But it'll look, it's, it, it'll appear to be. You can see all kinds of things. It's like looking at clouds. So you look at a cloud and you go, wow, that looks like a cow going by or whatever. But right. anyway. And it's a different, different interpretations mean different things. Exactly. And, you know, you look at it enough, and but everybody's got a, necessarily a different interpretation. And that's kind of when I look at this. I mean, ultimately, th- there's so many angles to look at the accomplishment of this football team. Uh, and I don't know what perspective is the best one, so I thought I'd let you go ahead and lead us
2: out of the blocks here. Okay, and and tell us what your your overall feelings are. Well, first of all, I think that it's sort of heroic that the uh, football team came back, played strong football. Uh, uh, look at all what they went through. Uh, they were talking about the front four, uh, front seven. Uh, this guy Alex Smith, you know questioning marked his uh, questioning his ability to delete the football team. Uh you got so many facets here. You look at uh, uh Dwayne Haskin uh didn't panned out. And and so and then Ron Rivero came in, he you know he this guy has some kind of cancer and and, and uh I think it was remarkable. They turned themselves around and they got on the right track and they won a division. So you have to Uh, meet them out at the airport at Amtrak Station. How do you not meet them at Amtrak Station? I was there. Because,
0: John, you forgot the biggest question. You and I were exchanging messages last night. The big guy, Dexter, did you stay up and watch the whole game? That's a very important question. I I stayed up to halftime. I told you I told Uh. (laughs) you.
1: Dexter! <laughs> I
0: told you! Half-time. That's sacrilegious! <laughs>
1: Halftime. He knew the game was in the bag, John. No, he Half-time. did not know the game was in the bag. I didn't know. <laughs> Although maybe he did. Maybe when Philly got that ball back and then they they went three and out real quick and then Washington got the football back and what, kicked a field goal right before the half or something yep. like that? I can't remember. Yep. Then that's when Dex said, you know what? I feel good about this. I'm going to go to bed. That's right. But I guess you should have felt good about
2: I, it. I got a question for both of you guys. Why did Doug Peterson pull Haskin out in the fourth quarter? Uh,
0: what mean do you Jaylen think, Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Hurts. Well,
1: everybody's trying to figure that. Let one me out. tell you something. Is that in-house Philadelphia,
0: stuff? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. They got some splaining to do. We we're going to yes. get. We're going to get into this aspect of it because, well, you know, let's park the the Washington football team portion of it, what they accomplished and where they're heading and all Let's park that for a second and just discuss. Some of the nuances of the game. Okay, Philadelphia, as we know, going into this game, it was remarkable the guys that did not play. I mean, right. some of the guys healthy
2: we got, scratches, healthy from.
0: Wentz the, was a healthy scratch. Deshaun Jackson, I mean, the D line. Well, he had tackles. a little fractured
2: ankle, Deshaun Jackson, and a sprained mm. knee, I think.
0: Well, bottom he, line is they were playing with a bunch of second I, and third teams. Correct. With you.
2: Right. Well,
1: yeah, practice squad guys. They're offensive tackles. They're all pro.
2: Uh, Peter, what's his name? Yeah, Peterson. Jason Peters. he, Jason he was, he, he he was out.
1: He was out. They so, had that other 10. Uh, they had a tight end that was out as well. I mean, yeah. They got, like you the said, the main Todd, running back. The well, he showed back. the list that was over It was 10 remarkable.
0: People. It was remarkable. But what was fascinating, everybody, because Jalen Hurts had gotten to play and start over Carson Wentz the last couple of games, right? And, right, and right. So
1: they beat the uh, New Orleans Saints right. with Hurts as quarterback.
0: Right. And mm-hmm. so this, everybody said, well, this is a referendum to see because it blew up in Philly that, hey, leaked out that Carson Wentz wants out of Dodge. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. be there. So, Jalen, let's see what you got right. and it's going to be a continuation of that. So I think that's what was oh, okay. so alarming about this is that they were right there first right. they didn't go for the uh, field goal the chippy field goal they had when it was from four yards out four, from
1: fourth down right
0: and and that's a pretty you know right
1: didn't that get your attention oh you know you're thinking i i mean go ahead keep going because i'll, I'll so so that's
0: that kind of set it up in which you know that was a chip shot to tie the game with i believe two mm-hmm. minutes left in the third mm-hmm. and what was astonishing is when when chris collinsworth will say nary a negative word about anybody or anything on Sunday Night Football. Well, there's smoke, there's fire. And he and Al Michaels were like, was that Sudfeld warming up on the sidelines? I thought it was a field goal kicker. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't know who their
1: field goal kicker was.
0: Right. And they're like going, could he be coming in the next series? It was so alarming and halting because, I mean, to be frank, Washington football team, They didn't they couldn't stop Jalen. I mean, he marched down on him twice, beat him with his legs twice, passing a little skeptical or whatever. Especially in the
2: first half.
0: But first the point is that they're saying and trying to explain why this is happening when clearly you had a competitive game. And once Sudfeld got into the ball game, let me tell you something. You that guy, the fact that he had to dress in an NFL uniform was staggering. And he hadn't taken a snap since when, John? 2018.
1: 2018. It's been, yeah.
0: So you had all those dynamics coming into play right. here. And then all the conspiracy theories start. Well, did Philadelphia tank this? Because now they're going to get the sixth pick in the first instead yeah, of the yeah. ninth. And Carson Wentz and this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll just wrap it up from my perspective, John, that the, the, the most glaring thing to me was you had the perfect opportunity to let Jalen Hurts continue to show you on a primetime game that got flexed in because right. that was the big deal game, mm-hmm. and to see what he had against a team that was fighting for their life and put him in that pressure-packed situation, and you yanked him out to yeah. see what your who's going to be your 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 backup or
1: third-string quarterback next year. Well, you have to appreciate you know what they wrote in the papers here versus what was written in the Philadelphia papers and even the New York papers <laughs> on what people... That's what I say it's a Rorschach. Yes. As you look at it, it's a Rorschach test because obviously here, people are cheering for the team and they're going to see everything that's positive about the win. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, Philly lost and New York lost at the same time because had, had they won, New York would now be getting ready for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the irony is that, you know... The fact that these two teams, you know, when they were playing, and like you are saying, Todd, you have Nick Sudfeld, who was here, he was traded, or they cut him, and Philly he, he, picked him right, up right. back in, what, 2016, 17, something like that, who hadn't played since 2018, I think, in an NFL regular season game, that is, that all of a sudden, from out of nowhere... I mean, and what I believe originally, I saw a quote from Peterson, the coach, Doug Peterson, that, well, you know, we wanted to get Nick some some snaps because, you know, he's been loyal to the team. It was something almost like... John, he said... We owed it to him to did. let he him did.
0: get some reps in the game. And I'm like going, yeah. is he playing for a letter on the varsity? There and if he go. gets the snaps in, what are we <laughs> and talking
1: and about? My point is this is professional football. I, there, is, there are plenty of other occupations. It's cold. But this is a cold uh, occupation. Yeah. When they don't think you got it, you don't got it. They don't put people in because, oh, you're such a good guy. You go on in there now. I mean, the game is in the balance. But you know, you've been trying so hard. What was the take? The Rudy? Rudy, get, get yeah, on in on there. Go in there. Come on. And Rudy, you've been here for four years, and you're going to get some playing time. And I don't mean to disrespect Rudy. I didn't see the story, but I know. Notre Dame, the whole deal, right? Well, I hear that's
0: a big mockery of a sham. We'll do that on another show, though. (laughs) Okay, good.
1: Anyway, uh, to me, and now you've got them going so far as saying, I don't know if I knew, I think I did read this in the New York paper, in the Post, obviously. The Post writes some of the, you know, they got some of the great columnists. But it's basically get down to that it's possible (laughs) that Rothman, who I believe, is it Rothman or Rothman, who is the general manager for Philly? the. And the owner, which is uh uh oh, what's his name? I can see his face but I can't think of it Jeffrey, right. Uh, Lurie. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Lurie. Jeffrey Lurie. Rose- the, the, Roseman There's a, there a cabal at work. That's my word, cabal. But basically a mandate was given to Peterson. Right. They wanted that sixth round pick, overall pick, versus the ninth
0: pick. Don't and, win this game.
1: <laughs> and exact and if you look at it, I'm thinking they I'm thinking that they start the game, if that's if this is a possibility, and i, I got to believe, based on what happened, there, there's going to be enough uh, heartburn in New York City and Philadelphia. The league is going to look into it. I mean, they'll never come up with anything, but it's going to be... Right. The, we're going to hear the commissioner say, this is a very serious issue. We take these issues very seriously because it's always about the integrity of the game. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> But this is where it really gets weird. So my point was is that, Actually, Lurie, you know, basically said, "I want that sixth-round overall pick." They went to Peterson, and Peterson. Think about it. He starts out with all the, you know, he puts all the guys on the field that, you know, not his first teamers really. That are, like I said, Wentz a healthy scratch. You're gonna. If something would have happened, you got to believe that Wentz is a better quarterback than Nick Sudfield or no Oh my gosh, yes. But still, he's a healthy scratch. Right. It's like, what's this all about? But then again, then you get into a whole nother a whole other thing in that. Wentz has created there's a barrier between him and Peterson, and right. he wants out, in other words, there's bad blood there. So Philly's got their problems, but but the whole thing here still revolves around, you know, the, the, the integrity of the game, if you will. And this is where it gets weird for me. Because everybody's a professional, and I have to say this, regardless, and, and this is where for Washington, from that perspective, they won the game. But almost, you know, you can say that it, it, right. it comes with a a but. Philadelphia didn't give you their best shot. And even with Philadelphia's half shot, in other words, they had players. Their players seemed like they were game. They came to play, which is kind of unusual in some respects. They had nothing to play for. And Washington, on the other hand, once again, you get into that, for where they got to win this game. I thought the intensity was equal on both sides, and that seemed odd to me. In fact, you might say that Philly looked like they might have been a little more intense, their players, to a certain extent. I don't know. But but I, I, I keep th- going back to this, you know, where you've you got to be happy that Washington won the game and they get a playoff game, but it's always going to be like with an asterisk because you win in the last game, and that's the thing that'll hang the New York fans up there because they don't feel like... But, the point there is, you never want to be in a position where, well, I guess they did get the position they wanted to. I guess like New York got into where they needed hey, they another got team six to wins? Win. Come on. Well, and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, that, and then that's the and that's the other part of the the the, the, the uh, equation is, you know, you go in at seven and nine. Which guess what? Ron Rivera has won a first-round playoff game at seven and nine. I learned last night. I didn't know that. I think Carolina. I forget who they oh, beat. For sure. Uh, in the opening in their first round because I think the same thing happened there in the NFC yep. South once upon a time. Yep. They had a horrendous whole division-wide, you know, division just not good football, and that's what you saw this year in the NFC East. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think that still, you got to say it's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. It's better, I mean, had they lost, that, there was a lot on the line, if mm-hmm. you will, And, you know, if you would lose, and this is where it gets kind of strange, is does this carry over to next year? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything you get out of this. Because if you look at it, all four of those teams, Philly, New York, Dallas, and Washington, they're all still in the same boat. They all were unsteady at quarterback. And, you know, with injuries, I mean, Dallas, would have Dallas won this division. With Dak. Yeah, with Dak Prescott, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt. I don't, you know, that's, a, they had a horrible defense, maybe their defense started, there's so many issues. So it's interesting because this division is poor right now, but I got a feeling they're all going to come around together. So you're going to see a lot, it's going to be, it's going to turn into what they used to call the black and blue division in the NFC North, where I think that these teams are going to be very competitive a year from now because they all finished with basically the similar Same records. Right, hardly, right. There's hardly a Scotia difference between anybody. But, um, you know, for the most part, uh, you still see that there's players that can play well on this football team, on Washington's football team. You do have some budding stars on defense, I think. So they've got a good thing going on here. Uh, and, you know, the only thing you say now is what? how do they represent themselves in Saturday night's game? I think that that's, you know, the next thing you look at. Because that'll be a big test for him. I think test. Tampa Bay has got a very good defense. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. and certainly, you know, you got a guy that's been in six Super or Bow- seven or eight Super Bowls, and has won six. <laughs> lost, been on, lost count. Been on six winning teams. They got a quarterback that is pretty familiar with that position. And actually, I'm thinking, Tom Brady. I mean, my little experience with the play uh, with the playoffs, which lasted about three years or so. Yeah, that was it. Where actually, after the first year. The second year he felt like, you know, you're, but I can't. Here we are again. I'm thinking he might be yawning by <laughs> the time he takes the field. He was like, oh, it's just a playoff game. Where's the Super Bowl? You know, that to me is kind of, that was my experience. I don't know about you, Dex, but where you play in, you know, uh, you, you get all the way up. And the higher up you go and where the games mean the most, I think as a performer, those are the games you look forward to because right. now you got more people watching. That's it's all right, about. I mean, right. I guess that's ego-driven, perhaps, but that certainly is what makes it exciting. And I got to one I got to ask you this question, Dex. Who will you be pulling for? Because <laughs> you've played for both of these franchises. I did franchises. But my
2: heart is with the Washington oh, well, Football. Well, that's pretty obvious. that. Too. And I tell you, it's gonna be a good con- Be a good test for the Washington defense because you got a guy forty-three years old. They have to get out. Get out. C forty three 43. 43. They have to get after Tom Brady if they want to win and oh, have clearly. respect. Well, that's, and that's You know what?
1: That's the one thing I saw last night. And let's get back to the game just for a second. And this right, is where right. it really got interesting, because, and I guess you know this defense is probably no different than any other defense. When you face a quarterback, and it kind of makes it kind of gives Tony Dungy some credit. Uh, some credence when he said last week or the week before, I just happened to see this somewhere, where he thought when it came to, you know, facing a quarterback, that he ranked Tom Brady the sixth toughest quarterback to go against. And ahead of him were players like John Elway and, and you know, you, any kind guys of... Guys that had
0: a little bit of mobility.
1: Exactly. Drew Steve Brees. Young, Steve yeah. Young, Drew Brees. Those kind of guys that can move around for a defense, as you know, causes a lot of problems. And I give Collinsworth credit. He pointed out something that was really a salient point last night in that the difference in play, and you could see it happen immediately when he entered the game. When Sudfeld came into the game, all of a sudden, the pass rush of Washington became very apparent. It had been somewhat invisible. It was there, but it wasn't there because Hurt... Hertz had a, a, has that ability to wiggle out of stuff and make yards. I mean, he, they had the pocket was all, you know, he was surrounded. Guys were hanging off. He didn't have anywhere to throw the ball to. He didn't have any receivers to throw the ball to. And he'd wiggle out of there and end up running for a first down or a touchdown. But as soon as Sudfeld came in, you saw it. He was a drop back passer. They, and you saw that then these, two, these two young tackles, or <laughs> I don't know how young they were, that were having trouble containing Sweat and, and Young. You know, when they had uh, Hertz in there, because Hertz was doing so much stuff that he would get him out of trouble. All of a sudden, Sudfeld wasn't even close to being able to do that, and it was just—it was an avalanche coming back there after every snap. I mean, Sudfeld had to be asking himself, "What am I doing here?" I mean, <laughs> and when you say were. we owed him playing time, <laughs> we all were. And this is the other part of it, Dex. I don't know how you are, but as a as a professional and a player, I I gotta say, if I would have been Nick Sudfeld, I would have been insulted and and humiliated that they stuck me into this game at this juncture when you... I mean, if Nick Sudfeld believes that actually he had a chance to give that team a spark, then he needs some counseling because... Clearly, his skill set did not match what they were up against. It was completely – that game turned so quickly when he went into the game. Right. It was astonishing because all of a sudden you could see this guy, and he couldn't hold on to the football. and He was running backwards. And, and, and yeah, <laughs> well, one of the things, too, was that he did something that you would teach ankle biters. At that level, you got a ball on the ground. that He tried to pick it up and make something out of the play. And, of course, uh, Sweat – Sweat knocked it, it off out. The Jace, ball, and yeah. Young gets the football, which is like that is stuff that you is just inexcus- inexcusable. And that's another that to me would have been a hey, hey, Peterson, that quarterback, get him <laughs> out, put the other guy in because that was a bonehead play on his part. <laughs> I mean, that's where you know coaches will tolerate, as right. you all know, right. you know, right. when you get beat physically, but when you mental mistakes, when right. you sh- and that's fundamental, right? That's there, right, not falling on that football. That's what that's that's the kind of crap that gets your butt on the sidelines, yeah. and yet. You know, play on Nick or Nate. What is it? Nate, something. I think thing, it's I think. Nate. Yeah, it is Nate.
2: Nate, Nate. So, you, anyway, go would, ahead, What Would you say, I, I would kind of respect Peterson, uh, uh outlook because there's conflict with him and Carson Wentz or higher up. And so they probably want to see what this guy have, Nate, to see can he carry this football team? Who? Sudfeld? I can't believe that for a second. Nah. They've had him nah. there for too long nah. to it, think
1: that this guy's got the chops to play at the highest nah. level. Yeah, and you know, here he, like I said, and yeah. I like yeah. your expressions, John. Huh? <laughs> I like your
2: expressions.
1: The chops.
0: Yeah, well. Well, I, actually, he was so bad throwing the ball. I mean, he wasn't with he. He wasn't even. Well, close. he could He, he was making Dwayne Haskins look like.
1: Right. Sonny Jurgensen. Well, yeah. he was uncomfortable <laughs> because. You saw what, and th- the reason I brought this up originally, uh, talking about, you know, the pass rush and all that, which is another thing that Philly figured out about Washington, which we'll get into in a second. But this is the good thing about this game on Saturday, that I will say this now, you know, Washington might, and this is the old thing, they they didn't exactly back into the playoffs, but let's face it, at six, seven, and nine, you're not exactly considered a powerhouse, and they're going right. against a team that won 11 games and lost right. five. Right. This is the perfect guy. Tom Brady, that they could definitely do some damage to this guy. if, right. they, if they, But this is all – and this is where you really are going to have to see some guys step up to step the next up. level. You're going to have to see Chase Young and Montez Sweat and, and Payne and you're going to see Allen. These guys have to go up to a whole nother level. If they can do that and they can frustrate Brady, I'm going to say this right now. Don't count these guys out. I would be curious, Todd – and it may be early in our podcast oh, we got to ask you, what are we looking at
2: as far as the guys <laughs> at the window? Okay, John, since you made all that statement, who are you rooting for? You got to go for the Washington football team. Well, Hell, too. I never played for Tampa, Dex. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're the one. I mean, that's you're the, the double guy agent. That, You're the guy that's on the
1: fence, not me, or could potentially be on the fence. I mean, all your fans in Tampa. I mean,
2: if this gets out, Dex, they're going to be crushed. No, I was hanging. Uh, like, <laughs> well, the boys. Dwayne Haskins at, at, the, at the place.
0: <laughs> okay, so anyway. All right, the boys in Vegas, yes. they've got uh, the opening
1: line. I bet it's not nuts. I bet it's not nuts. And when I would say nuts, you might think that it might be something like uh, a, a, Tampa Bay minus eight, minus nine. Minus seven and a half. I'm getting good at this seven. Stuff. And a, you are. Yeah. You are. You've come a long way. See now, that's a tricky. I'm gonna tell you something. I got a sneaky feeling Washington might cover this. The only, the only reservation I have on that is they got no offense because they got no quarterback. Well, remember, remember. Yeah. Here, here's. The I don't want to take anything away from Alex Smith's heroic season, but he, he's lost his chops at quarterback. Yeah, and for Eddie. those people earlier in the season talking about he might be the guy of the future.
2: No way! You got to let these people enough.
1: Quit drinking that stuff, all
2: right? Stay away from you know. You're drinking lighter (laughs) fluid or something because you ain't thinking right. I got a comment now. Todd Bowles is a defensive coordinator who likes to blitz. Uh, He was here, you know. He played here, went to the Jets. He's a blitz kind of guy. And he's Tampa's uh, defensive defensive coordinator. coordinator. He's a defense. He gonna right. blitz this guy, Alex Smith.
0: Well, you saw what the Eagles yeah. did. They a depleted. Let me tell you. You know how many of the defensive players starters for the Eagles did play last night, and they were in Alex's face too because they started sending that blitz, especially yeah. in yeah. the second half. Right. And Alex, he, he can't move. Yeah. You can see yeah. he yeah. can't no, he push can. up and, of it. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And you can see. And this now you have to take this in consideration. Once again, I would say there is the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yes. You don't – I mean, literally, kind of sounds weird, but I would not want to be in his shoes, and that's not a pun. Literally, that guy, what he's going to struggle this week, because I think down deep, he knows right. he is at risk out there yeah. now. Yeah. He yeah. is no at question. risk. No question. And he's sticking his neck way out because he had to come back and do this. I mean – I applaud him. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you talk about Moxie. It's like Moxie squared or cubed. I'm not sure what this guy's showing us. I mean, Kahuna's he couldn't walk through that door. I mean, he'd look like a guy that got mumps and they went down on him. You ever heard of that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, the mumps, they get, you get the mumps. You've heard of mumps, <laughs> hey, right? Well, the then mumps. they go down into your testicles and your <laughs> testicles, they get in <laughs> <and> a wheelbarrow. <laughs> bring yeah. Them in on a wheelbarrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, Alex Smith has got those kind of <laughs> Now, <laughs> the big guy, not so much. Okay, not but so much. now we got to start thinking with our brain a
0: little bit here because now we're in the playoffs. And what did you guys, one thing I learned about you guys in 25 plus years is, it's different speed, different speed. Different, That's where I different, different animal. Exactly. exactly.
1: And yeah. you know, Bruce Aarons, he's he's been around the playoffs in the past. He knows what he's doing. The coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and I got like I said, it all gets a lot of this gets down to Tampa's defense, right? Um, I think because I because I don't know unless Washington's, de- Washington's defense can be so suffocating, but they haven't shown that at any given game they they show flashes of being a suffocating defense and then all of a sudden they get soft and, and you know and you know i don't want to take anything from jalen hurts this is a young guy he's a rookie for crying out <laughs> right. loud i mean right. and he's carving you up for 14 points it's like you know and he's doing it running the football and hell at one time they had uh, i believe they had uh, the linebacker what's his name um Oh, the guy that they just got this year started playing middle linebacker. He's been there. Uh, Bostic. Bostic. Yeah, Bostic. Bostic was yeah. spying on him yeah. and still and couldn't do anything That guy's got too
0: much wiggle. He couldn't handle him one-on-one. Yeah,
1: and so I, I don't know. I mean, originally I kind of felt like, oh, this will be a, a laugher, actually, and it won't be anybody in Washington. The fan, Washington fans won't be laughing. But all of a sudden, I'm starting to change my... I'm, I'm feeling a little bit different about it because a drop-back passer is ideal for this defense. They haven't proven really a guy... That, you know, that's got a little wiggle when he runs or can move the pocket around. They haven't really proven that they can contain that guy. And it's a hard job for any defense, so let's not take anything away from him. But the drawback passer, the pass rush, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on those guys. And I think that really that's what this, this game is going to hinge on that. Because the one thing I, I feel like I've seen over the years with Tom Brady you hit him a few times and frustrate him. He starts getting angry, and I don't know where the anger—whether it's angry at his offensive line because he's—he's an he's offensive coordinator, or whoever, or exactly. a defensive
0: player touching the man, the exactly. king. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, How I think he you. feels
1: that way. That I'm, he's so used to having—I don't think his uniform has ever washed in he New England. He's used
0: to sitting back there playing flag football. I mean, right. he's a statue. Yeah. But the one thing, John, on this defense, as you said, that we've all—they flashed that stat up again last night, and it's. It's an incredible stat. First half defense of Washington right. versus the second half. They're number one in the league shutting teams down yeah. in the second yeah. half. Right. And it's 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 dramatic, the difference. You can't fall behind and worry about that against Tampa Bay in the playoffs because you don't have the offense to, to, to manufacture so they cannot get off to a slow
2: start. I, I believe that uh, this game last night, that they had to have a fast start, and they went down the field. And first, time, first, time. first time all season. First time, yeah. first time all season. And I'll tell you another thing. Tampa Bay got a hell of a front four. They got Seuss. <laughs> they got this guy came from the Giants. Their defense is Peterson. legit. What's that guy name who blew his hand off with firecrackers? Oh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, Pierre-Paul. Are they up and around about in the high 30s and maybe low 40s in total sacks. Yeah, I here's, I think it's kinda like people
1: I don't know exactly because it's been a while, it hadn't been, but it there's a whole different feeling, I think, of let's just say that if this team had if this team had won eleven games and was getting a home field playoff game or were sitting out this week, a little bit different feeling in your level your confidence level as to what may or may not transpire. And I think, you know, for me, I I try to take as a realistic approach as I can I think you know what what I would be looking for, and I'll, I'll have more on this when you know on Friday. But as I look at it, it's kind of where once again it's opportunity for this team, and right. you know, and I think that they are grateful for the opportunity, regardless of how they got here. Yeah. that you go out and prove and play and play your best because, you know, there's a part of you that feels like, and I don't think this will happen. I, I think that you know, like I said, I don't think I'm going to go with the window. But you said how many points? Seven and a half. Now that line, that line, I'll
0: bet you it's going to get bet up to about ten, eight eight and a half, nine. I don't see it getting to ten. But conversely, I had texted you and and so Dexter. Remember, the Philly game started out at minus one for Philly when the line first came out the week. And they didn't know
1: that. uh, Then it got
0: then it got bet up to uh, as high as two and a half. Redskins given two and a half. Then the day of the game, in like six hours before, the betting went crazy, and it was Washington favored by six and, a half. six and a half, and they they won
1: by six. God, that's weird too, isn't it? Did they know? I mean, that almost makes me almost seems like they smelled the the uh, what do you call it conspiracy? <inaudible> well, the conspiracy theory <inaudible> <inaudible> that somehow it got out that Doug wasn't going to give it his
2: all. Uh, yeah. But do you guys it's believe all. that kind of stuff happens in the NFL?
1: You know what, Dexter, there are judges that have gone to jail for being corrupt. So all I can say is there are politicians who have gone to jail, and they take, they swear on, they actually take an oath. I don't think, I I don't remember taking an oath to play football that I will never do this or I'll never do that. But my point is, yeah, it's po- anything's possible. It's possible. Okay. I mean, human beings are human beings. I'm not saying that I necessarily think that happened. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying anything is possible.
0: Well, once, the, once the, they found out that Alex Smith was playing for sure. Right. Terry McLaurin We're and Antonio Gibson, that all factored into this. But it and, is amazing. They won by six and the line was six and a half. That's and you know,
1: this is what and this is the good news, really, as you look at this. And I think that's where you kind of have to cast your eyes is that those guys did play. And you can see how much difference that this team, how much difference they make when they're playing. And, and that's Gibson and McLaurin. They, and now you throw into the fact that if you, if you had somebody at quarterback that was competent, and I don't know exactly – Alex Smith is is so, so experienced that you don't think – yet he made – I still think that would have been an interception that he threw – that uh, the the receiver what um, fell down on um, what's his name right
0: oh yeah the, 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 uh, he
1: underthrew it yeah Logan yeah, Thomas yeah, that, that, he back, down, that linebacker had already, he had it all the yeah, way. the
0: linebacker already made the read
1: and right, so you yeah, you yeah. you look at Alex Smith as a guy who isn't going to beat you but I think he still he now has that potential because of his leg whatever but he if you if you throw in a competent quarterback with that offense I don't know you know, what, what they're capable of, really. I mean, the whole team I'm talking about. Because I, they get some offense. That's going to, you know, like you say, Todd, a rising tide lifts all boats. The defense will be better. Right. The defense will be better. You get some offense, the defense. And they got some players over there. They got some players. So, you know, it's like I said, my Rorschach test is starting to change a little bit. But you, can, you can come up with a lot of reasons and or whatever you want to as to, you know, 7-9, and nine. gee whiz. Hey, listen,
0: 7-9, New England, it's like their worst season in 20 years. They're, they're splitting their wrists <laughs> up there. Miami Dolphins are 10-6. and six. They didn't and make the playoffs. They're sitting at home. So, yeah. gosh darn it, everybody, get a, get and, a toast of a, your favorite beverage, Dexter, yeah. and, and, then the other, and have a toast to the NFC East.
1: Well, the other thing I wanted to add to this is the very team that was sitting there watching, hanging on every play last night, the New York Giants, Beat the champions twice. <laughs> this is yeah, right. right.
2: Hey, we beat these bums twice. I mean, they go and we got to stay home. It's like, hey, what's going on with that? John, let me ask you. Is this from being around football? Somebody, you said cast your eyes. Yeah, I, I like that term. You mean like, uh, what do you mean? It's like, look. Yeah, okay. Look yeah, over okay. there. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know, like you cast a reel. you know, a, a fish, you fish.
2: yeah yeah, you I'm they from mean. the hood.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you was a Boy Scout. Boy Scout well, no fishing, fish. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right there. You're just a stone throw away from uh, what do you call it? Uh, but I like it, Beaumont. I'm gonna right,
0: keep well, that. Go. T- all right, guys, let's uh, let's get into what the Wild Card Weekend looks like. I, I I love I do love Wild Card Weekend and then the following weekend because you got football. Will you Saturday watch all and these games? I will. I absolutely. there's six games this weekend. Six games. You got Ooh. three. Now they did. Uh, they they kind of um, Saturday. You get started with... Uh, will
1: you watch these at your apartment? No. Oh, you no, will be, we, we bro- gotta get, you will be gotta bellying out, up? We got
0: to get out and, and be with the people. Do you feel sweet have action some... coming on, Todd? Well, you never know. Sweet <laughs> action. You never know. Hey, what does he mean by that, sweet action? Oh, just a little fun money betting cupcakes. Okay.
1: Not the girls. Well, like, actually, no, because you can actually... What am I... I don't have to hide anymore. You can actually do it. Well, see, Dex is going with... And that's a good place to go with sweet action. <laughs> 'Cause that's the only kind of action Dex knows. And I'm thinking
0: that he no, probably I just feel by I'm concerned about Lydia because there's a lot of football going on if he gets into a Thanksgiving mood.
1: Oh yeah. And I'm only I can only wonder how Christmas. Hell goes, I printed
0: out the wrong damn schedule here. But so you got at four forty, the Seahawks uh, twelve and four taking on the LA Rams at ten and six. Okay.
1: And that but, yeah, that's at uh in Seattle.
0: That is in Seattle. Seahawks favored by four and a half. Then we already talked about the Washington-Tampa against the late game at 8-15. Oh, that's, now, on Saturday, to kick it all off, Buffalo Bills 13-3 and against the Indianapolis Colts. So that's got to be one of their best records since Jim Kelly played. It goes back. I I believe it's even prior to that. Yeah, it's it, it's no, Jim, That's more than that. Even. Oh, it's more than that, Dex. What do you mean, Jim Kelly never played on a three and a thirteen and three team? I, I think it goes back to when he played. Yeah, that's what I said.
2: Right, right, right.
1: That would be my guess. They they had some great records. They won four AFC championships in a row consecutively.
0: So. Yeah, so you that's right. your Saturday games. Then you've got on Sunday, you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is the late game, taking on the Cleveland Browns. First is that time the late that game on Sunday. Late game on Sunday. Who I made thought it.
1: that was Tennessee was the night game on Sunday. No, Did they uh,
0: that is the early game on Sunday. Uh, okay, Tennessee versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and that would be in, in like Baltimore. No, run. where is that? In that, Baltimore? that game is in Tennessee. Tennessee.
1: It is in Tennessee. Yeah.
0: And then you've got the. Who am I leaving out here? The New Orleans Saints and the Chicago Bears. Right. On, uh, that'll be the mid-afternoon game on Sunday. Saints favored by eight and a half. So good time of year. Fun time of year. Uh, New Year's. You took some uh, an excursion?
1: Yeah, we took the family. Actually, we took Coco. And then uh, my oldest daughter joined as her and her boyfriend. We went skiing over the weekend, next mm-hmm. On Saturday, actually. I got to say, I didn't ski. I mean... I, I was telling my, my oldest daughter didn't ski for whatever reason. I mean, she has in the past, but she felt like it's been so long. She didn't want to mess with it. Uh, Coco snowboards, actually. And actually, you know, she's got a long way to go because she just started. She, this is probably about her third or fourth time that she's ever snowboarded. At least Marie, she skied. But there was a couple things. One, I would have thought, but maybe this is COVID. Do you realize to get, you know, we're not skiers, so we don't have our own equipment. Right. right. To rent. So we had to rent equipment. I think it took my wife two and a half hours standing in line to get her. I know it was at least two hours to get her skis. I mean, it was like if if she hadn't have bought the ski the lift tickets prior to getting there, which you have to do anyway. Yeah. You can't buy them. You just don't walk up and do it. Was it crowded in general? Well, you know You know this is what you don't realize, and you think that, but it's because of COVID. They had basically they have a skeleton crew working because they can, they only want so many people inside those buildings at any given time. They only let so many people in. And once you get fitted and all that, then you move out. I don't know it's a combination. I don't ski, a, you know, often enough to really know for sure how many people there. It didn't seem like the lift lines were that long. So I would Did say, they have to
0: make snow out there.
1: Yeah, they had. To. I was going to say, what's that? You didn't tell us where you were. Oh, at Liberty, which is just right outside of Emmitsburg, Maryland. It's yeah, just right. In, it's just on the other side of the line in Pennsylvania. I believe. That's where the actual mountain is, Liberty Mountain. I went up there once. Did you? Yeah. Did you I go didn't skiing? Ski.
2: I did ski. But you My, were there at the at the resort. Yeah, at the resort. My wife and kids skied. My first wife. They went skiing. Yeah, yeah. The one I was married to, Glenda, she went skiing. That's. I got to say, I'm a little
1: frustrated because I got to say this: the skiing, yeah, okay, but I got to say, you, snowboarding, does look like it would be a hell of a lot of fun. It does because you can do so much more on a snowboard than you can. I think, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about because, I'm, like I said, I'm, you know, we, A, you know, when you you live in Kansas, there's a couple things that you're not going to be able to do. A, you're not going to know anything about the ocean, right, unless you lived 400 years about ago. About skateboarding. Or 400 million years ago, skateboarding. That would be it. But even then, it's kind of tough to find a hill in Kansas. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. There ain't no mountains in Kansas. No so, sidewalk surfing for the no, big guys? No, uh-uh. So... I mean I don't know anything about it, but just watching these people come down the come down the side of the mountain on a skateboard—that's pretty cool. Because I mean, it's amazing how fast they can get going. I mean, skiers oh, do the yeah. same thing, but you know, but just all on one board, and you're flying. And then they can do circles and all that stuff. I think they, I would say there's a lot more maneuverability on a, a, a snowboard than there is on skis.
2: When you say a snowboard, are they inside or just standing up like you see these people surfing on the board? Well, it's basically the same thing. I mean, it's a, a snowboard is—you know—I'm going to guess what is that? About four
1: to five, about five feet long, and it's probably about a foot wide, and it's all—it's rounded on. You know, yeah, it yeah. has you know, what do you call it? ellipse or whatever on the ends of it. You're like so basically trap. on one, ski, oh, a one w- ski,
0: a wider one ski, and your yeah. feet are your feet are locked yeah. in. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, that was that was about all we did. I was going to say though before I, before we uh, wrap it up here, uh, I was going to make some comments. I watched the. Uh, you know, New Year's Eve.
2: What'd you do on New Year's Eve, Dex? Did you watch TV at all? I made it to the beginning of the New York, new, uh, dropping the thing. And, and oh, so you was almost up till midnight. I was up. Oh, I had to try to make out, catch Lydia again. <laughs> you was chasing
1: her around the apartment for a while. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. And <then laughs> Lydia's in ca- better shape
1: than you are. Yeah. You, I can't you just catch kinda her.
2: Peppy Le Pew.
1: I give up. Dexter's Peppy Le Pew. I give up. He's in hot pursuit. Yeah. Uh... I did and I was like scratching my head but I guess there's something to be said when there's no there's no crowd. You know? Right. We watched the one that had Ryan Seacrest and I think he had a mask on for the longest time and then when he took the mask off, he said, that's Ryan Seacrest. I said, that's not Ryan Seacrest. And I, every time I looked, I'm going, I don't know who that new guy is, but it's not <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Has <laughs> yeah, yeah. he gained weight or something? He did not look. I think look. so. He looks like he He looks different. And then Lisa Marie said, no, I think he's had some work done. I'm going, work. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, I think mean, he's he had some work had done around work his done eyes. work done, too. I mean, do you see him on a regular basis? Never.
2: I thought all were good friends.
1: No. <laughs> what, what are you going, never on it? I Don't watch anything that he's
0: involved in. Why? I I don't watch regular TV. So if
1: he walked in here, you wouldn't know who he was? I don't know. I'd know
0: who he was unless he he turned into like... uh, Oh, so you didn't see it? New. uh, I'm
2: going to be Johnny Cochran. Why don't you watch regular TV? Because I don't think there's much
0: good on that appeals to me. So I'm more Amazon Prime Netflix. Netflix. So
1: in other words, when was the last time you watched a New Year's Eve thing on television? Dick Clark was still Oh it. Well, then that would explain it you would I mean I'm tra- I guess it's basically like everything else. If you don't see anybody in a long time, I'll give you an example. I never watch ESPN. And I turned it on the other day. I, no, I didn't even have it on. Um, they had Adam Schefter on there, and there was yes. somebody else, and I, I was looking for the longest time. I'm going, "Who is this?" Who is this? And then, because Adam's got some kind of—he does—he's got kind of—not a, a speech impediment necessarily, but he, his mouth is kind of funny sometimes. It's always it's like come.
0: really. He says,
1: and then I knew that's who it was. But I, you know, once again, I hadn't seen—probably hadn't seen him in a couple of years. And it's funny how just. How people change that much in just such a short amount of time? Times so are marching on. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, you see yourself in the mirror every day, but I'm going to tell you something. If you if you could go back and remember what you looked like when you were a senior in high school, and then go <laughs> at
2: least if I did and looked in the mirror, I'd be horrified. Oh, okay. I, I think I'd be like uh, you. Okay, you don't watch CNN, but how often did you watch the fourth and one when CNN was running that? When was they running that? I'll be I'll be a big I'll start subscribing to CNN. <laughs>
1: What, they run that play all the time ad nauseum? Yeah, see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, man, come on. That's like eating roadkill, you
2: know man. <laughs> that's
1: yesterday's news. That is not exciting. I can't Dexter, get anything out of it. They're
0: 7-9. Come on, get with it. Yeah. Get with it. That's NFC East Division champs. All right, well, we're going to uh, really get into the game, have the latest for you on the injury front, and uh, what's going on in Tampa. And uh, for the big game. Exciting times here in Washington. Hey, football matters in January for a difference and a change, and I think we will take it.
1: Well, I'm telling you, guess what? Opportunity knocking at the door for the the Burgundy and Gold this weekend, and I want to congratulate the team and uh, Ron Rivera for doing a heck of a job. In 2020, let's see what they got. Well, actually, 2021, it carried over. But let's see what they got this weekend. I'm starting to feel pretty good about this game. I'm not sure a win, but I think they're going to go out there and they're going to make Tampa Bay earn this game. This is an early call by the big guy. I will have more on Friday. We go
2: out.